Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Hey, it's Dr. Lisa, and it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. So I want to tell you something. Uh, I'm surprised this hasn't... I don't remember if this has ever happened to me, which is quite shocking when you think about it, uh, since I've been on the radio three and a half years. But my guest today, Kelsey Elkane, is running late. It's also snowing like a motherfucker out of out there. That might have something to do with it. But I appreciate it because Kelsey uh, let me know that she's going to be like 15 or 20 minutes late, which I'm totally cool with because I get to hang out alone with you guys. I don't ever get to spend that much time alone with you. And I think maybe maybe we'll get to know each other a little. Maybe I'll reveal something that you'll find really interesting about me. I don't know. I don't know what you would be interested in. I'm open. Um, you know, if you want to, you could actually call in because I got a clear 15 minutes. I hardly ever get call ins on this show because I always get so deep into the weeds with who's ever on here. But, um, the call in number is 718-928-9732. That's 718-928-9732. And I'm sitting here. We could chat. Otherwise, I'm just going to tell you some. I'm going to talk to you and tell you what's going on and uh, complain. I'll probably wind up complaining because that's a good default for all of us. I I have this theory, though. If you leave people alone in a room, eventually they'll wind up talking about sex. And I noticed that one time. I mean, I noticed that. And then I will tell you the proof. The proof of that is one time I was in a big business meeting and I was thinking, how is this going to wind up? How are they going to wind up talking about sex this time? And they wound up talking about tattoos. There was time. We were all waiting. There was a bunch of people. And I think that's as close as you're going to. But it wound up in sort of a sexual. It's a sexual adjacent, not sexual direct uh, subject. Uh, anyway, um, but... Uh, I, you know, want to remind you that you are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and we appreciate that. You're listening to Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, which is the, uh, which is one of the, uh, best shows, um, well, certainly on this station, but this station is the best station in the entire, entire Western Hemisphere in languages that I can understand, because I've listened to all of them, and I know this is the best one in, you know, I don't speak all the languages that radio is in, but this one's really up there. But, you, you know, we really, um, this is a really important time to support uh, free radio. This is free, put on free. We do, we do not, we do not pay, get paid for this. We do not collect money directly from our listeners. We're depending on donations. So go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate and, uh, it's that giving time of year, so join join in with us. Uh, anyway, I uh, you know what I was thinking about today? I was thinking about how disappointed I am in Facebook, and I'll tell you why. It's not just that. I really had, the internet really began with a lot of idealism, and I thought that Facebook was part of that. 
And the fact that they're now like they were on our team and now they are sinking into the, uh, you know, the way that uh, a lot of organizations with too much money, corporations, I should say, with too much money and power go. And I'm really disappointed once again in human nature as much as I am in anything, you know. So that was bothering me. I wanted to tell you that. Uh, you know what else I was thinking of doing? Because I want to tell you about Kelsey, because she's going to be here in probably like 10 minutes. So I'm going to warm you up since we have so much time. Normally, I grill the people about a half an hour before they get on the show. So we're not going to I'm not going to have that chance to grill her for you. So I'll, I'll just I'll just tell you what I know. I mean, um, we've never hung out me and Kelsey, but she was actually, uh, I was actually made aware of her because Kelsey, I mean, I've listened to her work. She's really, you know, Kelsey's a great writer and performer as a comedian. I mean, she's got both those skills running really on high volume, which is pretty impressive because, you know, a lot of times people, comedians can go sort of in one direction or another, great writers, great performers, but she's an amazing, amazing writer. And when I was doing research, I found out she has an MFA from, uh, where is it, the New School, I think. See, she's not even here. I, I can make up any kind of shit about her I want, I guess. So anyway, I found, so, you know, you can tell she's from Texas. She seems really well-adjusted to me. She seemed she grew up in a family of four boys and I'm going to let's find this out. But I think that she's like really comfortable with herself because she's from a family of five, four of them being boys. And anybody who can put up with humiliation from four brothers can probably handle just about anything on stage and then throw in like kind of a really quick mind and a good writer. You got a pretty great high-level comedian. But uh, the thing that drew me to Kelsey was the fact that she, you know, you you should know this about me, right? You know that I was Miss Subway's 2017. I competed in a pageant for Miss the Miss Subway's title, and I won it, and I was shocked. And the way I won it, or what I think happened, was I went on stage and I said, I think it's about time a postmenopausal woman won Miss Subways and, you know, uh, had a nice, whatever I did, I won. Anyway, but Kelsey, I think as, I mean, I give her credit, I think she took it a step further. She actually competed as, she actually competed in Miss New York USA pageant, which is her truly a beauty pageant i mean you gotta have balls to compete in that particularly when um i mean kelsey is a beautiful young lady there's no no doubt about it but you know the standards of beauty pageants i mean that's something else right that's just another thing but what i love is during the swimsuit portion uh you know, most of the contest, as she says, most of the contestants wore sparkly bikinis paired with high heels. And she wore a one piece Nike purple B 
bathing suit paired with Chaco sandals that were made for hiking. I mean, I give that woman so much credit. Like a lot of people, a lot of the pageant uh, women, the other competitors, contestants, they thought that she was like working for the hotel. They couldn't believe that she was competing and stuff like that. And she went through the whole thing. And and uh, I, uh, well, Jesus, as a pageant winner, as a pageant winner myself, contestant and winner, I was really curious to hear about that. And uh, also, I really like giving the finger to that whole fucking you know, beauty pageant, women are valuable as uh, based on their looks thing. And I think that she gave as a young woman to give that the finger takes some balls. So I'm I'm down with that. And uh, I really want to have her in. However, what I do have queued up for you is a really funny comedy bit that I I found of hers online. So I'm going to play that for you right now so we can all get warmed up for Kelsey together. And she's she's really, really funny. And I'm going to play this for you right now. It's called, the title of this bit is The Ultimate Sex Fantasy. And if you're you're like afraid you're going to get impatient because some people are very impatient just by nature... It's two minutes and 33 seconds, so it's a perfect amount of time. And it's funny. You'll be involved. Just stick with me here. Would you guys like to hear my ultimate sex fantasy? (laughs) Would you guys like to hear my ultimate sex fantasy? All right. That felt consensual. (laughs) It starts out. (laughs) I'm upset. (laughs) Because the other Victoria's Secret models are being mean to me for being too hot. And then my boyfriend, who is just floating out, comes to console me by carrying me up a flight of stairs. And as he carries me, he's like, oh my God, you are literally lighter than air. This is the most fun I've ever had. I could do this all day long. So yeah, we do. We go back down to the bottom of the stairs. He carries me back up one more time. He's like, as I carry you, do you get lighter? And I'm like, oh my God, we don't have to do this. What do you want to do? And he's like, I want to go down on you for an hour. So we do that for him. And then at the end of it, he's like, oh my God, that was so good for me. How was it for you? Also, what are all your hopes and dreams and feelings? So then, yeah, I talk for about an hour, hour and a half. He politely listens. He nods. He 
knows all of my friends' names. He also thinks that one girl that one time was being a cunt. End of sex fantasy. Pretty good, huh? I told you. Kind of, it kind of makes sense with like her. Uh, you can see her as somebody who would have competed in a in a in a real beauty pageant just to sort of give the finger to the beauty pageant. I love that. You know, you know what, guys? If you if you take note of all the things that she talks about in there, you could be very successful on a date. You should, you know, listen. Take take this. I know she's kidding, but you could take it seriously. Anyway, uh, so I thought I think that's really funny. And um, let's see, you know, I I uh, I don't have any scripted material here, so I'm gonna have to let's see what can I reveal about myself that that happened this week that uh, you guys might find interesting. Let's see what kind of personal thing happened happened to me that I might not. You might not know about the first thing I'm thinking about is you know what uh, I bought a new bra that's kind of personal it's not that exciting but I realize I'm gonna tell you something this is really personal this is really sad but I have my husband I talk about him Phil he's great we we have a mostly great relationship I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be foolish and say it's like perfect but but it's 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 been a long time and it's really good and uh i'm you know i'm amazed that somebody was able to tolerate me for 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 almost 20 years it's crazy right how, how i don't know how it happened but anyway we've gotten to the phase where i have cut back on buying new underwear he buys underwear for me occasionally but that's a whole other story so i have like all, I I was trying to figure out. I think my bras, I bought them all at like once. They've got to be five or six years old. Isn't that amazing? And they still look fine. They must have been made out of, what is that stuff that they make that paper? Tyvek. Maybe they're, I don't know what it is. But I started thinking, you know, time to buy some new bras, no matter what. Like, just get, get a new bra. But it's really hard because... Um, I kind of like the shape of these and, you know, you have to confront what size you are. It's so humiliating buying a new bra or trying to find a new bra. But I did buy one this week. I just bought it off the rack. It looked fine. I didn't try it on or anything. But now I'm realizing, you know, my old bras are kind of stretched out. And I bought two new bras, actually. And one of them, like, really hurts. It's too tight. So now I'm in this position of do I keep washing it and keep it around for a few years till it stretches out? Do I throw it away? Do I try to return it? Do I just stick it in the back of my my uh, underwear drawer and hope it disappears underneath all the underwear with all the lost socks? So I realize that... Uh, the reason that I have kept all my old bras and not thought about them is because buying new ones uh, is kind of a, an affront, a personal affront to myself. 
So I, that's that's the first thing that I thought of that I could share with you that I'm dealing with today. What it, what else is going on that that I can tell you? Uh, I'm very excited, by the way. I'm going to be representing uh, the Bushwick Daily in Miami Art Basel this year. So I'm going to be going down there. I'm going to be reporting on all the people, artists and gallerists and um, riffraff that are from Bushwick at Miami Art Basel, which which is kind of fun because it has sort of a glamorous, but really like kind of like the underbelly of glamour because it's Bushwick and I don't really have, you know, invitations to the super high-end parties that are on the beach and stuff. But occasionally I've been before and you can really break into them, you know, like I'm a harmless looking person. So I like people assume that I'm harmless and they don't want to bother if you can sort of figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. How 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 important is it? Not really. But I'm excited about that mostly cuz I'm going to Miami where it's going to be really warm and that'll be that'll be good. And Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is coming up. I wonder let me go out there and hey, where hey, where is she, Kelsey? Look at this. You know, uh that's what that's what we're dealing with when I have these high powered people on this show. You know, you never know what's gonna happen, I guess. Um anyway, so uh yeah, so I got some new underwear this week. That was exciting. I went to my uh part time job. Do you know I have a part time job? I go to you know what I did last night? That was amazing. I speaking of high end things. I was at my my friend, a credible artist, Don Porcella. You guys should go check this out. He was commissioned to do the windows at Hermes Uptown, like the flagship Madison Avenue, uh, 691 Madison Avenue flagship Hermes store. The windows, folks. So I was invited to the opening. He lives in Tucson with his fabulous wife, Ginger Porchelles, and I was invited to uh, the opening of the windows in the uh, Hermes store, and it was pretty amazing, I have to say. I guess, you know, speaking of, like, high-end, you know, high-end thing, I didn't have to even... I was on the guest list for this, and it was super high-end. Uh, there were like, they, first of all, there's no coat check. They just have a really handsome young guy take your coat and hand you a, a check at the door. And then you are just floating around the store closed to customers, just the people invited, mostly people that the artist doesn't know because they're rich people that shop there all the time or somehow get invited to this free champagne. And it wasn't just champagne. It was every kind of, they were just walking around with free drinks. And I have to say the nicest, nicest appetizers I have ever, ever, ever seen. I had this tiny piece, not spinach, but some kind of spinach puree thing mold mousse thing maybe molded into like a perfect pyramid with 
a dollop of something on top. And I'm telling you, it was like a half inch square. Like who makes that stuff? Somebody must have worked really hard on that. And there was everything. And um, then they had like a, they had all this, you know, just people passing it and just so lovely. It was in, it was incredible. The work was incredible. The food, the drink, uh, the place. I mean, no one was watching me to see if I was going to steal something from Hermes, which is amazing because normally if I was in that store, I'd be thinking, they think I'm here to like shoplift. So it was pretty, and it was also really fun because Don, who looked amazing, had a great outfit on. Okay, so he looked great and his wife looked great. And a lot of the other, you know, the artists look good, but you know that, I mean, there were people, there were super expensively dressed people there. So it was really funny because we were really outnumbered. Don and the artist people were outnumbered by the fur coat bearing type. And, uh, that was, that was kind of fun. And there was a celebrity. I think Chloe Savigny was in there. I'm sure they're all, she's probably on the, she's on any list. She writes the lists. That's what happens. I like how I how we've all gotten evaluated now by lists. Like there's this list floating around that I find, per, per, which makes me personally uh, angry and annoyed, annoyed and angry and bitter. I'm going to say that because I'm a, the, one of the most insecure people in. Well, there's a lot. It's a that's a really high bar. I'll say I'm very insecure. There's a very very high bar for that. So I'm in there. I'm I'm in there solidly as one of them. And uh, there's it's the thousand women artists you should know. And I'm not on it. And hardly anybody I know is on it. Like whatever whatever community or whatever group I'm in got completely left off. So uh, it really like hurt my feelings. It really hurt my feelings. So I'm going to be making, I like to make my own lists around Christmas, you know, or the beginning of the year, you know, how all those lists, the 10 best things, this you should know, or the up and coming of these people, that people, those people. So I like to make my own lists, you know, send me, send me an email or send me a, yeah, if you want to be on the list, it's at Dr. Lisa Levy SP. That's D R L I S A L E V Y S P. Self proclaimed, it stands for that. Yeah, you could contact me on Twitter or Instagram and you could be on the list. You don't really have to do anything. You just have to have a desire to be on a list. And I can soothe your insecurity by having your name appear on a list which I think is pretty satisfying, you know? Cuz we're all we're all worthwhile. We all deserve a trophy. I want to give you one. Get in touch. Can you believe this, folks? So here it is. It's Do you think she's going to show up? I'm going to do a station ID and hope cuz I want I really want to talk to her. So I'm going to get my station ID out of the way. You know, Tom, the director of the station gets on our case when we don't do this. Like, he'll find out that I didn't do this station ID, and then we're having a meeting on Sunday, and, you know, I'll be all like, oh, no, I'm going to get yelled at. Yelled at! Like, my mother, Tom is Tom is a combination of my mother and my father in, in one person, which is sort of why I like to hold on to my fear of him. Because, you know, it's comfortable for me. 
Anyway, so you know what? Uh, thanks again for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Dr. Lisa on Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. I'm on the air every Thursday, 2 to 3 p- p.m., every single one. And uh, I'm a self-proclaimed psychotherapist, and I do some really fun interviews. I've gotten some really good feedback. People enjoy it because as a self-proclaimed psychotherapist, I have the opportunity to ask anybody anything I want. And they're they're ready for it, you know? They They can't... They're on the show. They're ready. They're ready for it. But I'm not mean. I'm not mean. I always tell them if you don't want to say, you know, don't. I'm not here to like get you to talk about. I always tell them, tell them that in advance, and I'm not here to make them talk about stuff they don't want to talk about. But anyway, you know what I wanted to let you know about, and I love this app, our app, our Radio Free Brooklyn app. You can download it at radiofreebrooklyn.org/iphone. Or Radio Free Brooklyn slash Android, if you haven't, if you have one of those things, and you can, um, you know, uh, what well, what's great about it is that the um, the um, station has so many different kinds of shows, and it's kind of like having like a friend. That's how I see it. It's like. Um, kind of feeling like, cause we're all, everybody here at Radio Free Brooklyn is all part of the same community. It's a really great supportive community. We have monthly mixers. If you ever want to come down and meet, meet us in person, you're more than welcome to. We post that or sign up for our newsletter and just go to the website, sign up for the newsletter and you, you know, we'll let you know and you can just come down and meet us. And anyway, it's a great community. And once you start carrying, you have the, the app, you can get any, you, maybe you have some favorite shows you want to listen to, but maybe none. You just want to hear where it's a combination of talk and comedy and music and some really, we have uh, incredible DJs of all sorts. We have everything you could ever want in one station. Like normally you'd have to search stations to find different things. This station has everything. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play you a song by ACDC, Dirty Deeds Done Cheap, and I'm going to go check on my guest. So enjoy. Hang in there. I'll be right back. Let's see. No, that's not going to work. Hmm. Let's see. Huh. Ah, well, okay, there we go. How am I doing? Very, very funny, isn't it? Uh, I, I can't, I can't like think about the music and play it at the same time. That's the whole thing. All right. Um, Jesus, look at me. I, I didn't get that done. Are you, let's just... Yeah, are you laughing? Let's laugh about it. What am I going to do? I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so let's see, what else is going, what else can I tell you? Um, huh. Hmm. Did, did, uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, 
you know, we had Lauren Monk on last week was hugely popular. Do you, Lauren Monk goes and covers all the art openings. And that was a really, really great show. Okay, here's something else. Do you know what? Uh, somebody that works here. Oh, God, I can't say this. I can't say it. I can't say it. I can't say it. I'm not going to say that. No, that's, 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 I have no boundaries and no one's here to like put a check on me. So I'm going to wind up. See, I don't mind revealing shit about myself. It's just that when I have to start, I don't want to, I don't want to reveal anything about anybody else that would hurt them. Okay. So here's another thing. I had, I had dinner with, uh, I don't know. Is this okay? My, I was going to talk about my group therapy group. Is that okay? Are they going to be mad at me? They're probably not going to even hear this, but I had dinner with them. I hadn't seen them. Like the group broke up. I hadn't seen them in a long, long time. And we all got together, which is kind of like going to school reunion because high school reunion, because when you know people really well and you haven't seen them in a long time and there's no therapist there to sort of moderate the conversation, are they going to tell you, you know, things that they wouldn't have been able to tell you before? It's a little frightening, but it turned out really good. I'm the only one that didn't have kids. And uh, that so they all like talked about their kids and I wound up in the same sort of head that I always did, which is like, I'm a freak. I don't belong in this room with these people. Look how nice they are. They're really normal. So obviously all that time in group therapy hasn't cured me of that too much. But, you know, there is part of me that gets a little bit of, like like I said, I'm pretty insecure. So I, get, I do get a little bit of Shodan fraud because I wind up thinking how much freedom I have. Oh, wow. They have to do that. They had to move to the suburbs. They have kids and they had to move to the suburbs. Holy shit. Oh, that's horrible. Who would want to do that? Oh, man, they can't go out. They've got their kids. Oh, no. They have to pay for that. You have to go home. You have to take the train home because of your kids. Do any of you guys ever feel like that? Of course you do. Parents feel like that all the time. You know, when you get to be older, you realize your parents felt the same way. And then you're like, well, no one told them to have me. Why the fuck did they have me anyway? I'm just going to die. That's positive. Yeah. Okay. So what about, what about the Mueller investigation? That's my favorite. That's my favorite storyline right now. Did you know that? I just love it. I just love it. I really hope that uh, Mueller, Mueller, that's the only hope I have. That I'm, that's all I am uh, uh, ho- holding on to here. That's it. How that, how that is going. And I got really nervous when they got quiet right before the midterm elections. And, and now, and now they're back on that. It's it's so foreign to me that it does all feel like a soap opera. 
come on, guys. I don't have a guest today. What well, Don't you want to call in and talk to me? I didn't have this. I think I'm doing, you know what? I'm going to say that I'm, I'm giving myself a break because I think I'm doing pretty damn good for not, you know, if I had known. This is the first time this has happened to me, really, which is pretty fucking amazing. Okay. So now this is what I'm learning right here along with you. And I'm sorry for this, that you're learning, that I'm having a learning experience. But remember, I'm not getting paid to do this. If you donated to the radio station at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate, uh, especially donated to the show, maybe I would be able to hire some help or take some lessons and and improve. But considering I'm not getting paid for this, I think I'm, you know, I work, I do work hard on it and I, and I, it means a lot to me and I hope I don't lose the show after this, this, this particular session, uh, where I'm just free associating. Uh, I hope that I don't, but I, uh, you know, I'm in the moment. It's, that's the great thing about live everything. You're always in the moment, folks. Anyway, so, uh, I think I'm doing pretty good. I think I'm doing pretty good. But I don't really have, I didn't prepare. So you know what I got to do? I'm going to, after this show today, I'm going to go home and figure out a way that I can be prepared in case this ever happens again. So you got to learn from your mistakes. That's the whole thing, folks. And you and I are learning together. But in the meantime, I would love somebody to call in. 718-928-9732. If you are listening, call in. Also, I'm feeling like I have no listeners. Let's see. Maybe I'll text somebody and have them call in. Who do you who do you think who do you think we should talk to today? Let's see. Let's see. Let me let me call up one of my friends and see if they'll call me back. Let me let me see. Let's see. Have, why don't we try Sharon? Sharon Alcapinti. Let's call her. I'll call her on the air. Let's see what happens. Sharon? Sharon? Okay, that's not working. Who else? Let's try Margot. Margo's my best friend. She was maid of honor at my wedding. And I was maid of honor at her wedding. And uh, that was a long time ago. We've known each other forever. I used to be her wingman when we were single and young and dating. And now I just get a vicarious thrill out of her life, basically. Hey, Margo, will you call me on the air? My guest didn't show up. Can you call me back? You can't? You're at work? Oh, all right. You're at work. All right. Well, I hope you're having a productive day. No worries. Bye. So there, there. I got rejected. What do you want? What do you want? Plus, she sounds like she got mad. She's a little annoyed by that. Let's try Rebecca Goya. We'll call her. Let's see. Do you guys know Rebecca? She's been on the show before. She's a really amazing um, artist and really, really funny and really outrageous. She's involved in a lot of 
sex stuff. A lot of weird sexual subcultures. Let's see what she's up to. Hey, Rebecca. Yeah, will you call in and talk to me? I'm at 718-928-9732. My guest is standing me up. 718-928-9732. Working. Okay, I'm getting a call. Thank you. I'm sorry. Hello? 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 Hello there. Who's this? Nova Scotia. Somebody from Nova Scotia? Yeah. Holy shit. What? <laughs> You're listening to me, my show in Nova Scotia? Yeah. How did you yeah. even hear of it? <laughs> I heard of it on, uh, there's a website called uh, Radio Garden, and it just basically is this wonderful thing where you can sort of cue into, you know, live radio shows around the world basically you know what you made my day i am like i went from like see that i went from the dumper i was thinking how bad i fucked up and everything and now i got fucking i got a fucking call from somebody i don't even know and know i'm meeting new people this way what's (laughs) your name what's your name my name is steven steven and what do you do what are you doing right now I'm a baker, and I'm baking right now. Really? A baker? What kind of stuff? Uh, you know, sourdough and bagels and croissants. And Do you make stuff with, like, that's, like, really, like, with a lot of sugar and icing, too? One thing that has a, well, two things that have oh, a lot man. of icing, and that's the almond croissant. Oh, no, that and doesn't that count. Like, that's yeah. not gooey no that doesn't count that doesn't count but i bet you're really good at it are you making a living as a baker i mean that's freaking impressive are you in nova scotia Uh you guys don't live in igloos up there (laughs) well we have snow right now if that counts you know we got snow snow too i think that's why i'm getting stood up oh yeah did you get a lot of it well, it's just started. It's our first snowstorm. How about you? I think we're getting that tomorrow. Oh. So have you always right. lived in Nova Scotia? No, I lived in, lived basically across Canada and in, in Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Victoria. Oh, so you're a Canadian, a Canadian type. Uh-huh, but I was born in, born in Nova Scotia, so I, oh. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a come back from away. You sound you sound Canadian. I I was um I had a long very long-term relationship with an ex uh an ex Montreal and so Montreal person. So I actually did find out quite a bit about Canada. I really I really uh I really um used to enjoy going there. And I remember one time we'd gotten a really big fight in Montreal and he stranded me in uh, downtown Montreal and went home to his sister's, and s- some guy gave me a ride home. So I was really happy about that. I was lucky. We got in a big fight. Oh, cool. Yeah, so... Um, That's another way to meet people. Tell, 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 tell us just a couple more things about yourself and my guest, my lovely guest, Kelsey, who's hilarious, just showed up. So, But I do want I do appreciate your oh, call. You're, you're, you're show up yeah so so what what do you do you, are you married do you live alone how old are you 
I am married. I live with my wife. We're on a little, uh, we're on a little uh, side road here outside of a small town, and uh, yeah. So I'm the I'm the smallest. I think I'm the smallest bakery in the province. Really? And how did you start? How did you learn how to bake? Um, you know, I've been doing it sort of on and off of just myself for 30 years, and then and then uh, a friend who's a who's a real master in the trade. He he uh, he taught me a lot of things, and then a lot of it's just if you make enough of the things, you know how to make them. You know, it's very me- meditative, right? It is. It is. Yeah, and, very and, soothing, also, meditative. Uh, you got to come back. Do you, do you remember that line from that? Uh, it was a Gabriel Garcia Marquez book, um, in Time of Cholera," I think, and 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 where the uh, the master of the house uh, occasionally sits down to dinner and takes his first taste and says, but this meal has been prepared without love. Ah. And everybody has to scramble to make a new meal. Uh, so it sometimes feels like that, but only for myself in there where it's, you know, I got to come back to what I'm doing so that I am making it with love. And then it makes a huge difference to to me anyway, and I think to the to the to the. Bread. So you're you're really you're really a bread artist. Is that's that's an artist right there because of what you just said. There's a spiritual connection to what you're making. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Anyway, my guest is here now, so I've got to go. But I uh, well, it's lovely. I really yeah you. uh, yeah. That you're a real human being. Yeah yeah. If, uh, <laughs> if you send me a uh, Facebook or a uh, yeah check check in with me Instagram Facebook or something and I'll follow you. We'll be, we'll stay in touch. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Great chatting with you. Bye bye. Great chatting with you. Kelsey. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Oh, I'm so sorry. Are you like, oh my God, I'm late. This is so. (laughs) Are you in like, oh my God, uh, what is. Were you you like, like everything's totally cool? Uh, you know, I came from I came from work, so I was just like, whatever. It's snowing so horribly. Oh, you know, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty though. It is pretty. Really pretty. I know. No, I, I I don't mind. I don't mind at all. My only I'm only I'm only a little sad because I wanted to spend more time with you. But oh my god, you're gonna other than that, have to have me back already. I guess you'll have to come <laughs> back, and I'd be I would be happy. But is that so presumptuous of me to invite myself back? No, I'm here, are you like... kidding? You want to be in the show? Are you kidding? <laughs> That's a compliment to me. I was just going on about how insecure I am and everything like oh that. Oh my god, no, the bread guy, I loved you. Oh, he was great. He, he was, was so great. Sweet. But, but but, but Kelsey, we um, but I tried to play music and I fucked it up because I forgot <laughs> the thing. And what did you, you try to play? So I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, you know what? I want to. I want you. Know, I want to catch you up really quick because oh, we still have up. fifteen minutes. Catch me up. Catch okay. Me up. So here's what I did. I tried to monologue it most of the time. But what I did do was I did give people uh, a preview of you. Oh, of me. Oh, that's so. So sweet. they know that we have the pageant in common oh, yeah. that we were both in pageants and that you are the you were in the miss uh new york yes. state pageant i, I told miss, them that miss new york usa uh 2017 and I, and, I, and I told them that you were wearing uh <laughs> that you were wearing that first of all that the other contestants thought you were working for the hotel that they were meeting in <laughs> and that during the swimsuit portion you wore the 
uh, Nike one-piece paired with a Chaco sandals. A classic combination. I, yeah. I'd call it a classic and, combination. And we were giving you high fives for giving <laughs> the finger to the beauty pageants and all and all that. And then I played <laughs> I played that great bit, that great bit that you have about um, your sexual fantasies. Oh I played my. it on the air. Oh, we, my goodness. We all they know love too much. that. We all love that. The guy <laughs> called in and everything. Oh, my God. So, you know what? I wanted I want to talk to you about if, uh I want to talk to you about. Uh, yeah, uh, um, let's hear it. I'm, I'm ready to answer. OK, you no, I want to so talk to you about me. about because you're you're a lovely. You are a lovely young woman. I mean, she's really oh. pretty and young. She's not like, you know, like she she's with it. So I want to ask you about um, your this is like your the thoughts. Most complimentary interview I've ever had. Oh. Uh, so I want to ask you about um, your feelings about about how women women treat why women are. I think I think that women are compliant with they play into being sex objects. But before I do that, I thought it would be good if you could start out just by telling us. A traumatic childhood incident. <laughs> you, can you think of one? Oh, truly? Um, well, honestly, your shirt is kind of making me think of my childhood a little bit. Really? Can you tell them what shirt you're wearing? It's, no, it's I didn't. It's so cute. Oh, thanks. It's a, it's a glitter best friends, two dogs, like one puppy kissing the other on the cheek. It's so cute. It's like two at. puppies. Yeah. And under it says best friends. It's from a, a rack, rack thrift store or some kind of crappy store rack in tannersville New i think York. it suits you well i like it yeah I, I also feel like it's my my style as well oh that, there we, yeah. i knew we had stuff I would in be, common i would be down to wear that shirt. i knew we had stuff in common um that's so funny so you competed and you wrote um it's on my facebook page you had that great opinion piece in the times yeah and i talked about <laughs> i i said that i said and I, I got them all worked up and now we only have 14 <laughs> minutes left i was oh, telling I them get it all that out, you're you know? really great you're a really great writer oh i mean you're God, a great performer you. but a really great writer and <laughs> i you feel know. like that is something i get more feedback on is my writing than my no but you're also your timing is really good i think you're really good at both your time and you're doing well i think you're doing oh, well so. you had a meeting with a producer yesterday right so, yeah how did yeah. that go how did oh, that go it was great um actually on the pageant thing so I so I competed in the beauty pageant regular as a hot attractive woman, you know, a regular. <laughs> Did beauty you pageant. wear? But like in the vi- there's a video too, which I posted on my Facebook page. Oh, you wore you. like a thrift store dress with I big. I bought I bought that dress. Did, um, I mean, is this true? You yes, it's it's all true. Every everything in that article is 100 percent true. Right. Um, I wore a dress that I bought at a thrift store in Texas, and when I say thrift store, I really mean Salvation Army, like not even a thrift store. For five dollars, and my mom did not want to buy me this dress. She was like, "You don't even, you don't even have a reason to buy it." And I was like, "I'll figure it out." What What made you want to buy it? Was it's it so fucking funny? It's the funniest it was funny. dress I've ever seen. It, in my did you whole try life. it on before you bought it? Of course, I was okay. like, "I have to have it." I look okay. like. Uh, like a disgusting Cinderella, yeah. you know, like yeah, it's kind of gross. I must say, there's a huge yellow stain in the front. So the stain in the front. Um, so when I got to the pageant, you know, I you kind of warmed them up. The people who were competing in the pageant were very confused by me. <laughs> 
And they got to the point where they had to like have an entire meeting with the staff of the pageant. Awesome. To discuss what I was. Wait, how did they have, who was in the meeting? Were you were in the meeting? I was what? not in the, the staff. How like, did you find out about it? Um, I found out about it because, so it's a three, it was a three day process. We had to sleep there for two nights. Uh-huh. So the second morning we wake up. And they call us in for a big, like, group for all 400 contestants. They call us in. Uh-huh. And then they're like... 400. 400. The main announcer man is like, hey, like, we don't know why anyone competes in this competition. You know, maybe you're here for yourself. Maybe you're here to be a model. Maybe you're here because your mom actually wanted to compete. We don't know. Um, we only know why one woman is competing. Kelsey, could you stand up in front of everyone? Kelsey's a comedian. She thinks this is very funny. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I'm being publicly shamed. <laughs> like, as I'm were like, they waving. mad at you? Or oh, they were so mad. They were? They were pissed. Oh, they said that. See, I would be so proud of that. They said it to you in a meet. They were trying they, to. Well, that they is were so trying, girly. Like, they were trying is... to, like, shame me. They were trying to shame me, which was very funny because I was like, this is, like, kind of what I'm here for. Like, right, it's so right, funny right, you're right. giving it into it so much. Right, right. Because they could have just treated me very nicely. <laughs> or, 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 like, with foreigner people, they could have just, you know, Ignored like, me. let it yeah. go. Yeah. I'm, like, such an anomaly. Who even cares? So, how did you, so anyway, they had the meeting. What happened in the meeting? So, which you heard about later. Yeah, they told me later. So, after the, after they publicly shamed me, which was very, like, I think on purpose for, like, the morale of the pageant, it was very interesting. Because then after that, you know, the contestants started treating me like a bunch of different ways. They were like, some were like, oh, you're interesting. Like, I read your Twitter or whatever. And some were like, you bitch, you're ruining my big moment. Really? And it just made me feel so bad for them. I oh, was my like, God. oh, my God. This is your big moment. Oh, my God. But they told me after they were like, we talked about it as the staff and we were like trying to decide whether or not we could kick you out of the pageant. And eventually we realized we can't. So you get to compete still. But like. Show us your dress. If your dress has the stain on it, you can't wear it. And I was like, actually, I was just home and my mom washed it without my permission because she said it was too disgusting. (laughs) And so she washed it. And I was like, actually, my mom just washed the stain out of it. Is that true? That was true. (laughs) And they were like, I could see them be so sad because they were like, we thought we got you. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. What what was the venue? Was it in like a big theater? Was yeah. it, it wasn't on television, was it? No, I was so sad. It wasn't on television. But they also said that was another part of the reason they were like, fine, it's not even on television. Like, oh, okay. But we can but it edit was, you out of whatever we're going to use. Right, 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 right. But it was in a big theater? Yeah, it was at, it was at some college upstate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a, yeah, like a big, big theater. Yeah. yeah, big event. Yeah. What was your, tell me about your pageant experience. Oh, no. You, you really competed. You really. No, I mean, I, I was, uh, I was, um, you know, I mean, it, it was for Miss Subways. So, I mean, yeah. I competed, <laughs> but I competed with drag queens and, I you know, that. guys yeah. and different. I mean, it was a completely like it was, a, there was a farce. There the... was no, no, nor a normal, there was no veneer of being normal. I'm so happy when people take back 
pageantry because mm-hmm. I think it's a hilarious, fun glitter thing mm-hmm. that is like so fun and but, spirited. But what you did is really actually very, and I, I mean, I'm sure you were doing that. You, you know, you were really. This is a big fuck you. This is a bit very direct. It, it was a little subversive. <laughs> it, totally, that's what we love about it. But I mean, not completely subversive because you are a really pretty young lady, right? Which is why you got in the pageant. It's definitely why I got it. I mean, but but I'm telling you, folks, she's hot. <laughs> you have a boyfriend, right? You have a very successful comedian boyfriend. I look. Yeah, I do um, my research. Oh folks. my god, you know too much. He's from Mexico, <laughs> sort of. He he's, was on Jimmy Kimmel. He's on Kimmel. He is. He is. He is Hispanic. He's from Texas. I'm from Texas as well. Did you meet in Texas? We met in Texas. Okay, yeah. and you moved here together to be comedians. I moved here first um, to go to graduate school, and we were dating long distance for about a year, and then he moved here too because I was like. Look, if you don't want to move here, that's like totally fine. I just don't want to date you anymore because it seems like you don't want to be successful. Oh, good. Kicked his ass. And he moved here like one month later. Good. And I was like, good. when did you be so successful? And then he was on Kimmel like two weeks after that. Oh, like, God. Were you jealous? After. Come on. I mean, happy and jealous. <laughs> happy and jealous. I mean, I'm happy that I'm doing like my own stuff now and that that's brought me success. But at the time mm. period when I yeah, didn't that's have what success, I'm saying. I was like, like, what the F? Yeah, no. I was like, you doing comedy was like basically my idea. <laughs> so anyway, what I'm telling you, folks, is she's 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 good looking, and I'm not saying that because I'm trying to like get you know, like I normally no, no, do get her date on date, about- da- date on t- on 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 the air like I I did last like I've done before. So I mean, there's I have nothing at <laughs> stake here, but so you fit into the pageant. But what did you feel? Did you feel like did you feel like you were? How did you feel about the other women? Like. The whole, would they, there's no way you were in the same mindset. Did you find it? Well, I was, I was really lucky. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was really lucky um, because my roommates, we had roommates. We had someone we had to Uh, stay with. Right, right. And I was really lucky because my roommate was actually this unbelievably gorgeous woman. Like so, Mm -hmm. I've never seen anyone that beautiful that close up. Yeah. And she was so fucking funny. She was. She was funny and she totally got me and she got it. And she was like, yeah, you just like don't really care about this, but you're doing it anyways. That's really weird. She loved it. And she was like, we stayed up late watching Miss Congeniality. Like she was just a lovely person. Oh, so you made a friend right away and you had a good time. Did you get hostility? After they did the big public shaming thing, then I got a lot of hostility. Did the girls seem dumb? Let's just ask. Let's just put it out there. The ones that were mean to me seemed incredibly dumb. The ones who were nice to me so kind lovely just like kind of playing into what the patriarchy set up for them like i totally get it if you're like a fucking knockout Mm -hmm. and someone's gonna be like Mm -hmm. let us give you something for that it's like Mm -hmm. why not Mm -hmm. i i honestly have nothing against that i think and i'm this is not this is not blame and i'm part of this too we're all part of this but i think women especially young women play into um, the whole thing of of women being valued by their beauty because of all the shit that we do. Like oh, when definitely. every time somebody gets like a boob job, they're they're playing into that. So what what do you what do you think about that? I mean, it definitely was a part of why I competed in a beauty pageant um, because I was like, this is not about anything else, and I'd like that to be very obvious. And when you don't take the beautiful part seriously, then there is nothing else. And people are like, then why are you here? I'm like, I'm very beautiful. 
Is that what you would I say? I would say that to them. That's so and awesome. People were like, oh, right. Because the people who are even very beautiful in that circumstance feel very badly about themselves and how they look a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So even these totally gorgeous, beautiful women are like not well adjusted to hear a person that, you know, in comparison to me is probably just like, wild to them being like i'm just as good looking as you and i and that's why i'm here um you know this is funny before you came on i I had this theory that i thought that you had um that you were well you're what what this is true about you i'm certain of it you're like you're like me and that you cannot be humiliated Oh yeah, no shame. It was very it was funny to take a public shaming because I I can't be shamed. So I was right, like, honestly, right. this is very embarrassing for you. Right, right. But I was thinking that the reason that you're like this and I told I told my listeners that I thought that the reason that you were like this is because you were you had four brothers. You were one of five with four boys i do think that definitely played a role in it and also i had a mom that my mom was very much like i mean i suggest this so highly if you have children at all just my mom doted that i was so beautiful she's like you are so beautiful just the way you are whatever you wear whatever you do because you are so great and cool and smart that you're beautiful but do you do you think did did that imply physical appearance being All of part it. of that? Yeah, definitely. But, but 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 she didn't make physical appearance. When she was saying you're beautiful, did that mean physical appearance? I mean, yes. And then also she would compliment like how funny I am, how smart I am. Like mm-hmm. it was all very included in it. And I just had a very positive experience growing. I, I later in my life met a lot of my friends whose mom's were very critical of their bodies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my mom was so not critical of my body in a way mm-hmm. that was like, you know, revolutionary. Probably, it probably really, <laughs> really changed the course of my life in a lot of really? ways. I'm sure, I'm sure of it. Wow. Just to have a positive reinforcement I, I, from being a kid. Mm-hmm. Are you athletic? Yeah, I played tennis, like in swam sports. and stuff. Yeah. See, this is my theory. I, I have body issues, but. The thing I mean, is, everyone does. everyone does. Everyone does. But I think that sports, like now, more physical than I used to be. But I think girls that are encouraged—I'm also, you know, a completely different generation. But I think that girls that are encouraged to play sports actually wind up with a lot more body confidence. And oh, I think definitely. sports is the way to get body confidence. Just and, like use your body like yeah. for something real and not just being attractive to someone else. Right, right. Because then you own it. You have, it has a, you, you are, you are uh, integrated into your own body. And I think that like, I oh, was definitely. just thinking that having all those boys and you must have played sports with yeah, them. And- my brothers are still incredibly rough and tumble with me now that we're even adults, which is like so funny. Yeah, like, yeah. My little brother, you know, he's six two now and wow. like you know he played football all the, his whole life and is, he'll still tackle me and i'm like you know <laughs> I'm, I'm actually like not as big as you <laughs> and it's just like shocking to him he's like what you're not being any fun i'm like you're wild so this is so sad we only have 30 seconds left and i have to remind everybody oh, yeah. to stick around and and listen to the rest of the you know we've got it's snowy don't go out we've got such a great lineup this afternoon it's uh, we've got, uh, right after this is Lost and Rewound, which is a really fun, funny show with a lot of music and talk. 
And then after that, we have Brooklyn Bandstands Live, Brooklyn Bands, and then Ben Talks, which everybody loves. And then if you... Dr. Lisa gives a shit. 